Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. First Bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code VEGAS1000. Receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. Bonus code VEGAS1000. Daly's uh, out there. PGA Championship underway. I was I forgot when he won how hot it was when he won the PGA Championship. Uh, I guess Tiger Woods told the story that Daly told him that day he had 13 Diet Cokes. was out there. No water, John? Mm. No? You don't want to mix in a water yeah, at no, all? Can't do it. How many Cokes do you whack down on a daily basis? Four? Five? Five? No. Two? Depends. Yeah. Are you too you, much? Do you like Coke or Mountain Dew better? Uh I see funny, I got off the Mountain Dew and I've been back on Back on, on it, you're back on the wagon right. shooter. Mm. That's uh right. Too much of those. <laughs> the, the, those are yeah, those you can put down no problem. Yeah. Too much of those. Thanks to uh, E who sent this in, too. Uh, better, what is he? Better X? What do we call him? Z? Uh, if, uh, let's go better Z, yeah, I think. He's in, he's in D.C., but the Rip Van Winkle, whatever, bourbon, 1500 a bottle? Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had no idea. I'm out of my element here. Crazy. Okay, I, I will quickly. I think I'm something with the crown peach, and the Sherman character wants some Guinness. Yeah. Like, what's what's the crown peach? Peach 40? 50? South Point's got it for like 20, 25. Okay. Yeah, not bad. Hard I, to find, though. But I, I will quickly tell the story because you brought it up, so I will finish this now. Uh, this is three or four years ago. A buddy of mine here in town is a mixologist, and he invited me out yeah. to a uh, whiskey, scotch, bourbon tasting over at the Encore here on the Strip. I'm like, yeah, I, uh, 
I'm not turning that down. Yeah, that would be a great guest. We got to close that deal. He's awesome. Yeah. Love, love the dude. Yeah. Anyway, so we're there, and you can try all these exotic, you know, whiskeys and scotches from across the world. And there's a bunch of uh, Japanese whiskey on board, which I'm a big fan of. They're really tasty. And it's uh, Santori is there. And he's like Mitch, and he knows everybody there, right? So he goes, go up to where, go up to their desk and ask the guy for what he has under the desk. Don't, don't tell him that you know me. <laughs> tell him Jr. sending you. Tell him you don't want what they're giving everybody else. So I go up there and I'm like, hey, look, Jr. told me. The guy's like, hey, no problem. Then you have to spit it out. Oh. He reaches under, gets this bottle of whiskey out, right? He gives me a glass of it, small glass like this. I take one sip. It's unlike anything I've ever tasted in my life. I've never done hardcore drugs, ever. <laughs> I, I can imagine this is what it feels like. I took one sip. It went all the way down to my toes, and it came all the way back up. It felt like my whole body was on fire. Get out of here. I'm like, what just hit me? Yeah. And so I got to talking to the guy about it. He goes, go ahead, Google it. You can't find it anywhere except for the secondary market. I searched the name. The, the first bottle that popped up, $9,999. And I, I, that was probably four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. But it was incredible. Yeah. You feel alive. Yeah, yeah. You, do, you do. Right. It's like yeah. getting dealt four to the Royal playing 250 a push. I, I wanted to go gamble. I, right. I felt like the Incredible Hulk. After <laughs> one small sip, I'm like, how does that happen? What, uh-huh. What's in that? Yeah. Yeah. That is great. I tell you, I was a fan of the Sambuca. I like oh, the Sambuca, yeah. Derek yeah. breaks that out here. Yeah, that <laughs> loves it. Yeah. What, the taste? Yes. We yeah. had the taste. It's like, he owns the place. He can do what he wants. Of course. He's just like, give me the bottle. He corners he off the, the section bo- here at the sports book. It's roped yeah. off like 15 people. Oh, He's like, God. yeah, come on. We got, want the Sambuca. Oh, yeah. Go get it. I was yelling at him. Like, come on with the Sambuca. Yeah. Yeah. But he had it. goes. He took a shot and he goes, it's good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, so good. I yeah. love that. And then he wants to do another one. Uh-huh. So we did two shots. Ten minutes later, I'm like, "That'll do it for me." Where's the Uber? Because that. Uh, oh, some I mean, of that stuff I can't. Meanwhile, uh, Matt Humans is up until eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, the uh, two bottles are gone. Yeah, what? animal tequila. No way. Jägermeister. Oof. No way. Oof. Nope, can't do it. Yeah. No, nope, get it out ne- of my face. Never been a fan of the black licorice anyway. Yes. Trick or treating, younger days, black Twizzlers. Get it out of here. Uh. Disgusting. Um, so let me give you this: in the NBA, we do have a, a game two coming up tonight. Again, this is in. Point Spread Weekly, VSIN's digital magazine. You can get it at vsin.com slash subscribe. So the zigzag theory, Paulie? Been dead for 20 years. Okay. However, Steve Mackinnon, who does this, pointed out, it is alive and well in the conference finals. In the last two conference finals, teams coming off of an outright loss are 13-6 and six straight up and 14-4-1 ATS in their 19 follow-up games. Those that lost by single digits are 13 and 4 to the under in their next game. Unders, big in games two, uh, game twos as well. Since 2014, unders are 11, 4, and 1, including 3, 0, and 1. Last four coming off of a huge game one offensive outburst. Defensive adjustments have led to a 24 point per game drop off from game one in that four game span. Only a four game yeah. sample size, but there you go. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward uh, to with these game twos, where I think you'll see an adjustment here. And a low, lower scoring game tonight. And then I think you'll see the score uptick in game two, Dallas Golden State. I mean, Dallas couldn't make a damn thing. Oh, no, that'll correct itself. They'll, also, hit, they'll hit some of those open shots. Are you okay with them walking a the ball up the floor? I mean, they, I know they were the slowest tempo team, but they had success doing that against Utah. Yeah, but, I'm fine. I'm fine okay. with that because, again, what if instead of three of 19 at the end of the first quarter last night, what if they're eight of 19 from three? Yeah, you probably can't. You can push with Brunson, you can't with Luka. Yeah, he doesn't like to do it. Yeah. Yep. But you don't want to wear him out, though, either. The, the physique's a little... Uh... Well, he's having beers before the game. 
still double, I, McDouble, too. I really need to know that. Is this part of his pregame ritual? Uh-huh. Does he have to have like an afternoon beer Cultural every single thing. day to get ready? Sure. Yeah. Can you imagine Bobon's tolerance? What does oh. it take to put to put him down, the big fella? I mean, look at his hands. He probably scoffed like a case of beer won't even touch him. Uh, he had a video up yesterday. He's out there at half, before game one. He comes right out, bam, knocks down a three from the parking lot. I really, I really like this guy. Yeah. Like, as a basketball player, uh, do, the, do the impression again. That commercial, I laugh every single time the commercial comes on. Which one? The coast? The mustard. <laughs> I, I, I can reach. Who needs more <laughs> mustard, huh? <laughs> huh? I like the coast. He just comes in. Huh? Up I, here? Yeah, right. I, he just looks around. <laughs> it's not a problem. I'm here. I like the coaster one. Come on. He's cleaning. Yeah. What's the point of having a coaster if no one's going to use it? Yeah. It's funny. He is good. So, uh, with the game two tonight, do you know that there was a spot that right away after the game on Tuesday night opened up Miami minus five? Yeah. I think that was globally? Yeah. Five's too high. Um, well, the shot in the army gets smart back. I mean, this is enormous. And the other thing is with the adjustments. and it's, Who knows? Maybe it's like, let Jimmy, let Jimmy go off and we'll just take away the others. I don't know. That's See what Yudoka does and how Boston makes the adjustments. But the guy's been an assassin here. Ridiculous. 40 yep. points three times in the last 10 games. Yep. That uh, end, I mean, the way Struess and Vincent are playing at home, that will probably continue tonight. Right. Maybe, yeah. not, maybe not each guy, but I'm, I'm quite confident that at least one of them will have a good game. Yeah, and you got to be careful, too, sending help, because uh, they'll knock down those open threes, and they have a lot of shooters. And again, what a luxury it is just to have guys like a Deadman, like an Oladipo. They just got Oladipo sitting there. Right. The guy's an all-star. I know it was back in the day, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Struess angle, uh, Boston got rid of him. Uh we mentioned him going over 11 of the 15 from threes. Hero will knock him down. I mean, Christ, Duncan Robinson doesn't even play. Think about that. What a job with the roster in Spolstra. You know, and uh, I gave Riley all the credit, but Coach Thorpe pushed back last time he was on, just saying it was Spolstra and player development, right. too, which I right. it could be, a, it could be a, a many things there. But Okay, so take a peek at that. We just put up the player props for tonight. Robert Williams, his points prop is 9.5. His rebounds prop is is also nine and a half. So essentially, will he get a double-double? It's basically a two-team parlay, right? Or two-leg parlay where you could go over on the points and the rebounds. But if you want to just bet him to hit that double-double, which is available at plus 250? Again, with Horford, are you going to rule him out right now? He's doubtful. I don't think he plays. No. Yeah, I don't think he's going to play. So assuming that he doesn't go again tonight, and Bam was kind of a non-factor in game one, that can change, but... Williams to get a double-double at plus 250? I'm on board with that. I'll take that plus money. Something's going on with Bam offensively, right? Well, they, they never run anything for him. No. It's, it's got to be uh, all garbage stuff from him, right? Cleaning up the glass, putting it back in. But uh, he was nowhere to be found around the rim for offensive rebounding anyway the other night. He only had four rebounds. Now, he came up with some huge blocks in that game. But offensively, like the guy is super talented. They, just, they rely on guys like Vincent and Struess more than him. And again, Tyler Hero is 15 and a half tonight. His made threes prop, one and a half over is minus 155. You know he's going to take some, he'll take those shots and he's going to get those attempts off. You got to lay the juice, which I'm not a big fan of laying that much on a player prop, but I think he hits two tonight. Derek White, another one. Jesus. Yeah. Come on. He's been awful. So bad. He's been unreliable. But that's it's something we hit on too. And I like I liked the local angle in New England about, oh boy, maybe this Williams thing. It got us through Game Seven, but this could be. Now he's got, he's got a ton. He thinks he's the man. Mm-hmm. He's the, the guy's mic'd up. He's yelling at his coach. He's in foul trouble. 
You know, and that, that's a little bit of that. Pritchard shoots too much, too, for my liking. I mean, that's a guy, it's like he thinks he's been a five-time All-Star. Guy's coming down looking for a shot and jacking. Right. It's like, come on, man. He took, he took, uh, he shot 16 times in game one. Mm-hmm. That's too much. By the way, for the record, again, the opener last night after the Warriors took down the Mavericks, Golden State opened up six and a half, uh, down to six here at Circa, but nothing went well for the Mavericks last night. This is Jalen Brunson, who had 14 points um, in the game. He talked about what they need to do to improve in game two. I think for us, uh, it starts on the defensive end. Uh, we got to play better defensively. We got to be more connected, talking, um, just be on the same page. And um, I think that's the that's the beginning of it. And um, our offense is going to come. I mean, we'll be we'll be fine on offense. Uh, we had a lot of good looks tonight, and um, maybe just trust our work ethic and our technique. Um, I'm comfortable with the, the shots that we got tonight that we'll go on in game two. Yep. I'm glad he said that. The offense is going to be there. It's going to be fine. They did yep. have a lot of open looks. Yes, he did. No reason to worry. No, no reason to panic. Kid's been unbelievable making the adjustments, in-series adjustments. Remember, they were run out in all three games in Phoenix before Game 7. And uh, to his point, 8 of 25 on open threes and 3 of 23 on contested threes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've, make lost, they've lost every Game 1 so far in yep. the playoffs. Yep. And they were down 0-2 and got blown out twice at the Suns. The, the biggest concern for those of us with Mavericks future tickets... Curry and Clay started two of twelve last night. The the rest of the team was eighteen of twenty three. Yeah, so yeah. that'll balance out and find its level again over time in this series. Um, coming up next, Major League Baseball reaction. Look at today's card. We have a prime candidate for some negative regression taking the mound today. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, get Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. They've launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. A little Major League Baseball here. Uh, yesterday, we had a bunch of aces going, Paulie. And I'm just going to put this out there. One day, middle of May. I get it. Yesterday was a good day for Josh Hader tickets to win the Cy Young. Why? Uh, Max Scherzer was not great. And it stinks. He left the game. Injured his side. Uh, came out of that, what was it, mid, mid um, yeah. at bat against another guy who's in the box. Corbin Burns was not great. Brewers had to come back and win that game in extras. What happened? Two outs, nobody on. All hell breaks loose. Yep. I yep. believe it. Big win, though. Walk off. Pablo Lopez for the Marlins only lasted three innings. Nationals kind of got to him. So we need more of that uh, to cash these tickets. Now, Hader, by the way, I think as low as 25 to 1 at one book out here to win the Cy Young. You're kidding. No. Jeez. He did not make an appearance yesterday, but they won that game. And like I said, if they win like 95 games, he saved. Ha- happens to have one of those years where it's like 48 or 50. Listen, uh, the big good call. We'll see how that goes. Um, the the big story continues to be the New York teams. Oh, for sure. The Mets win again. They're 12, 13 and one off a loss. And the Yankees they win every night. They've won nine of ten. They're number one in home runs, number one in ERA, number one in bullpen ERA. The starters have been tremendous. So they didn't cover the run line again though. Uh-huh. Shenanigans late. 
uh, but uh, Chapman's been solid. 28-9, and nine, number one ROI team in baseball. Who's number two? The Mets. And, but now, you know, how many, how many you know, tough injuries can you overcome here now if your top two pitchers are out? But Bassett's a good number three, and he goes today. Right. But this is, cause this is horrible timing. Because you, you have the toughest part of your schedule coming up now in the next month, sure. month and a half. Now, that, the number today already moved like 25 cents. The overnight number I saw in the Mets was minus 150 in the neighborhood. They're, what, $1.75 right now? Here's yeah. part of the reason why. And uh, Adam Burke, who you can hear on this network, VEASAN, on several different shows. But you can also, more importantly, get his write-ups every single day in the um, daily best bets email that we send out. Again, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And he writes a regression report in our digital magazine called Point Spread Weekly. Well, one of the guys that he pointed out this week is going today for the Cardinals, hence the big move, because uh, a lot of people in the market are also noticing this. Dakota Hudson goes today for the Cardinals. He's probable, anyway, against Bassett for the Mets. Hudson has a 3.06 ERA, as Burke writes, over 35.1 innings, but his last seven starts have featured some hideous strikeout and walk rates, and his advanced metrics suggest negative regression is on the way. 5.38 uh, expected ERA with a FIP of 5.06, he points out his left on base percentage is 82.9%, along with a 248 BABIP. BABIP, two very strong indicators of why his ERA is only 3.06, and that will correct itself. So I would suggest that you subscribe today again, vsin.com slash subscribe. He does his best bets email every single day during it's look, it's a long season. It's a, it's six months. And his regression report is in there every single week on top of it. He's very, very good on baseball. Mm-hmm. But again, a 25 cent move today. You can find various ways to Still fade the Cardinals if you're not a fan of laying, you know, $1.75 or chasing a move of 25 cents. For example, you could bet maybe the Mets a score in the first inning, or you could bet the Mets minus a half a run, minus 110 in the first five, or you could maybe bet the Mets to go over their team total in the first five innings on top of it. Short card. Anything else you like? Kirby goes for Seattle. You got a good, uh, you got Darvish going. A lot of day games. Darvish is going against right. the Phillies. Um, I want to keep my eye on Kirby. Because I did bet him to win the Rookie of the Year after he made his first start. He was very good. But as you can expect with rookies, he came back in his second start and wasn't as sharp. So I want to see. I want to play. Uh, let that play out again tonight or today and see how he looks. I bet him, I think, at 50-1 to 1 to win the Rookie of the Year. He made a very good... Yep. He was dominating in the, in the minors, um, as a lot of guys do. But he came out and he looked very, very good in his, in his first start. So there's that. How about some key numbers? Let's update everything yeah. that's going on in baseball. Uh, we mentioned the ROI. Yankees number one. You're up eight units on the Yankees, off to a great start, 28-9. Mets are number two, ROI. Padres number three, followed by the Astros and the Angels. What happened? They get swept there? That's three in a row to Texas? Yeah. Otani was uh, good yesterday. Yes, but, I know. Mm. Yep. You see that $100 every game on the Yankees, up 800 and uh, down to the Angels, plus 362. Bit of a comeback for the Reds, still down over 12 units on the season. Worst ROI in baseball. Detroit, second worst followed by Washington, Boston, and Atlanta. Braves. I know it. Tough. I know huh? it. Yep. When do you say, when do you become concerned? Middle of June? Uh, I would say. But they did the same thing last year, but. Um, what's what's the, the date line, or the, the uh, I'm sorry, like the time stamp on hockey? Is it Thanksgiving Day? Yes, it is. I think by June 1st, typically, but again, this, this year was pushed back by a good week. June 1st, typically, the teams that have uh, been in first place at that point been a strong indicator of what they're going to do and probably make the playoffs at the end of the season. Most profitable starting pitchers, Musgrove. Padres are 7-0 and in his starts, up five units. 
Suarez 6-1. and one. Gray with Washington's up four units, even though the record's 5-3. and three. The Yankees have won all seven starts made by Severino. And Gibson, who goes today with the Phillies, 5-2, and two, up three units. The Nationals have lost all eight starts Corbin has made, and they're 1-7 and seven when Odon's out there. That's a 1-15 out of two pitchers. Yeah, My God. Nola, down 650. The Phillies have lost seven of his eight starts. Yeah, I, I, I want to count how many times I've actually bet on Nola in my life. It's on one hand. Mm. I don't bet him. I rarely have ever bet Aaron Nola. Flexen, who was top five for the season in ROI last year, they've lost six of his seven starts. You're down five units backing him. And Keller, one and six, down five units as well. Uh, some The totals, Sensatella, all seven starts have gone over. He got hurt. Molly, who goes today, seven of the eight starts have gone over. Am I crazy? Was I drinking or was it, wasn't that seven and a half yesterday? Wasn't that total seven and a half? It got rained out. It's the same pitchers. So now it's eight. Is, is, am, I, am I seeing things? I, no, I believe that's accurate. Yeah. That, well, what, what's up there? Well, we've seen some totals. I mean, what's the weather like today? Uh, I'd have to check. Um, we've seen totals like that though, move around a little bit. You know, move a half run here and there. Okay. So, um, so, let me no, go, continue. Okay. Yeah. Savale, six and oh. To the over, Morton six and one to the over, and uh, Rodriguez six and two to the over. Verlander, Valdez, Flexen, all six and one to the under. Burns was five and zero oh to the under. They he, the first over cashed uh, with him out there too. And you mentioned he got mm-hmm. he got roughed up some good. Jerry Lane also behind home plate. All six games when he's been behind the dish have gone over. Something to keep an eye on, too, if you're into umpires. I will also tell you to pay attention tonight to the Diamondbacks game against the Cubs. This is in Wrigley. Now, the hourly forecast uh, for the game tonight, it looks like winds are going to be blown out, and they could be, uh, it looks like 16 miles an hour, maybe, blowing out to left the way it looks. But keep your eye on Zach Gallen for the Diamondbacks. He has some of the best numbers uh, in the entire sport right now. Now, he's only pitched 34 innings so far. He's only made six starts. But he has a 1.05 ERA. The FIP is 2.22. The XFIP a little bit higher, uh, 3.37. I did bet him... Last week at 75-1 to one to win the National League Cy Young. So I have him and a Hater at large tickets. By the way, I would look for Hater again today. I, I would shop around for him. If you can still find like a rogue 100-1, to one, I would take a little slice on 100-1 to one at Hater. But overall, Gallon's been a little bit lucky. The BABIP is 202. The average in baseball right now for BABIP, uh, batting average of balls in place is right around 280-ish in that neighborhood. So that's really low. But he doesn't walk anybody. He doesn't give up a lot of home runs at all. Uh, this is a guy, if he stays healthy, I have loved him since he was with Miami. I had him like every single year in fantasy, of course, until this year. Um, big fan of him. And if he looks good tonight and puts up really good numbers, if the wind's blowing out, there's something to monitor here with him. Uh, he could be really in the mix after another start tonight if he's sharp. Something to monitor. This escalated quickly. Yankees, 250 to win the division. Dodgers, $3. Astros, 230 now. Milwaukee, 275. Mm. To each win all their the respective divisions. You know, you, you can parlay division winners yep. at a bunch of uh, places. Which is always I, I kind like, of a fun yes, bet. Yes, Sweat it out for a good four or five months. Yep. Yep. Trying to find your hater. I can't. Uh, he's he's all over the board. Okay. He's um, Last night I looked, I saw between 25 and 75 to 1. So, uh, the okay. VSIN spring special is here for only 59 bucks. You're going to get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vcin.com. And subscribers 
We'll have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily uh, Major League Baseball best bets, Jonathan Von Doble with the NBA Finals, and Annie McNeil um, all the way through the NHL playoffs. Plus, tons of NFL preseason action, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf with the PGA now underway. UFC, USFL, and NASCAR, if you want the full VEASAN experience, which features that daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, and use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash spring. That's vcin.com slash spring. We will talk NBA with Brian Geltseiler up next, who covers the sport. His reaction to the Warriors winning game one last night. And who does he like tonight in game two between the Heat and the Celtics? We'll kick that around. Coming up next here and Follow the Money. It's vcin, the sports betting network. The Sports Betting Network. Dominance with MLB totals. That's what you get with David the Dominator Hess, one of the top cappers at Winners and Winers. 63% this year. He has uh, likes the slate today, even though it's a small slate. He's a total that he loves. You can get it by texting VEASAN to 320-350-3500. Get his MLB freebie by texting VEASAN, area code 320-350-3500. NBA now, Brian Geltziler joins the program. Hoop, uh, HoopsCritic.com also hosts on SiriusXM NBA, their channel over there. Brian, thanks for the time today. Um, are you enjoying these games? A lot of blowouts here lately. Well, I will tell you, I definitely enjoyed Boston-Miami just because Boston hung around a little bit much more than I enjoyed last night's Warriors-Mavericks game, which mm-hmm. was really, it was, I, I, you know, the Mavericks kind of hung in there um, till the, I mean, even by the end of the third quarter, they were only down nine. They had, I mean, I had taken an absurd amount, 29 three-point attempts in the first half of the game, which is patently absurd. Um, and then they <laughs> came out for the third quarter, and they just got blitzed. And, yep. and you know, they, 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 the thing for the Mavericks, a couple things that were a little distressing for them last night. Number one, you expect them to perform a little bit better defensively. There was a lot of defensive failures. And although the the Warriors generally didn't get to play the tempo that they love running up and down the floor, when they did run, it was an Achilles heel for the Mavericks. The other thing, they got out-rebounded 51-35. to 35. Killed them and the that is killed. And that's going to be a really long-term problem in this series if they can't fix it. The Warriors defended them very well. They invited them to take a lot of threes. The Mavs fell into that trap of taking a lot of threes and just didn't knock down a lot of open shots. And that's the other part of this. But if they don't do something about the rebounding, the other thing is this, you know, listen, I, I you know, as good as Luca is, and, the, and he's wonderful, a good, a really, really good defensive team can kind of load up on him a little bit when everything is in his hands all the time. I thought the Mavericks had a very interesting stretch of the second quarter when Luca was out of the game and the ball was in Brunson's hands more. And I think playing Luca off the ball, putting him at the elbow and, and just kind of messing around with how you're going to use Luca and not use him traditionally in the way that you always have with the ball in his hands all the time is going to open, is going to create some openings for other guys because if they don't start, they got killed from two last night. Mm-hmm. Golden State got, shot so much better from two point range, more shots, better shots. If the Mavericks don't start to get some easier buckets from two point range in the half court, this series could end quickly for them. Yeah, uh, that's a good observation, by the way, because it looks like a different team when the ball is in somebody else's hands, not named Luca. So then again, 
going into game two and what happened last night, I guess your biggest takeaways there, as you pointed out, the Mavericks three of 19 from three at the end of the first, which is just absurd. And then seven of 29 at halftime. But on the flip side, the Warriors, Brian, uh, Clay and Steph started two of 12, but the, the others on the team were 18 of 23 at that point, and they were, they're still ahead, obviously. Correct. And listen, Wiggins was great last night. And yes. The thing for the Warriors is Wiggins is going to play that well. And really on both ends of the floor, I thought, you know, one of the things I looked at when I analyzed the series from the beginning is who the hell was going to guard Luka, right? I thought Wiggins did a pretty decent job on him last night. Yeah. And granted, they loaded up on him behind and they helped him. But, you know, as the primary defender on Luka, he fed him towards the help. They put Luka in the areas of the court that they wanted to. They sealed off the paint a little bit and kind of tried to fan him out in, in, uh, onto the wings um, uh, off the bounce. And I thought they did a fantastic job of that. So, you know, you're going to get, you're not going to get that kind of production from Wiggins every game. The thing that I was worried about with the Mavericks a little bit defensively was that they did a decent job on Curry. They did a decent job on Clay. You know, but can they, do they have enough good perimeter defenders to deal when they, when the, the Warriors go really small and have Thompson, Curry, and Poole on the floor together and they handle all three? I don't think they did a good job of that last night when those units were out there. What adjustments would you make if you're a Yudoka here? And uh, do you let Butler go off and try to take away the others, or are you more focused on the Vincents who've been great in, in home games and Struess and, and uh, these kind of guys? Are, what, what would you do if you're Boston and Yudoka now in game two? I, I wouldn't overreact, and, and I say it in this respect. Miami put that game away on them essentially by doing one thing and one thing only. Peyton Pritchard had to be on the floor in the absence of Marcus Smart. They just needed the extra ball handler. They mm -hmm. needed the extra shooter. And although he didn't shoot well and didn't have a good game, Miami absolutely abused him defensively. So what happened is that whoever Pritchard was on was put in every pick and roll. Boston refused to switch those pick and rolls to keep Pritchard off Butler, which I agree with. I think that's the right way to go. The problem is every time Butler got a step off Tatum when they weren't switching because the screen just held Tatum up just enough, Butler was able – all you got to do is give Jimmy Butler a small step, and I don't care who's guarding him. He's going to find his way to his spots in the mid-range. That's exactly what he did. And then when Boston would commit the extra defender, which normally was Robert Williams coming from the baseline, then you had open threes. P.J. Tucker hit a corner three on that. Like They had Hero hitting threes from there. So, like, you, you end up, you ha he's going to have to figure out the thing. Two things are going to help you, Doka, here. Number one, Marcus Smart returning is going to allow you, when they want to do that now, and if you're going to have Smart in that pick and roll, they'll just switch it to Smart on Butler, and they won't worry about that. So you, you have that option as well. The other thing is you're going to need to bring help at Butler that's not one pass away. So when And I would help on Butler. I doubled Butler earlier, and I would bring help from the weak side all the way over to Jimmy. So at least if they're going to try to go to where the help's coming from, your defense has time to rotate and adjust. And Boston's very good at rotating to the weak side. So I, I think they're, they're not complicated adjustments for you, Doka. It's kind of getting back to the way they play defense. They had to make some changes in the absence of Smart. You know, you, this is the best defensive team left, best defensive team in the league. You took the defensive player of the year off this team with this injury with Smart. And I think it's important to note that, that Boston giving up 118 directly equates to the fact that Marcus Smart wasn't on the floor. And Miami is so smart in how they approach these things. They absolutely drove a truck through that opening. Yep. So with Smart now coming back tonight, and Brian, I will run this by you, the total in that, in that game one out here in Las Vegas and beyond was 203.5, flew over 118-107 final score. 
Now, the adjustment here is 207, 207 and a half. Do we see both teams score 100 points again tonight, or is it going to be a lower-scoring affair? I think it's probably going to be a lower-scoring affair. I would lean towards the under, because I do think what you're going to see happen here, too, is tempo got a little out of control. Yes, it did. I think it did, and I think Boston's going to want to play this one slower. And Boston generally, all season, they have dictated tempo. They dictated tempo certainly throughout the playoffs here. Games have gone at the speed that the Celtics wanted them to go. This one got out of control and did not. The other thing for them is that, you know, for whatever reason, you know, Tatum, it, they rely sometimes almost too much on Tatum to create offensively. And, and I think that that is something they're going to continue to do. Miami's really good defensively. They loaded up on Tatum very well in the second half. But I think that's going to keep a total lower also. Because Boston, to me, listen, they'll score enough to beat Miami. But if they're going to win the series, they're going to win it on the defensive end of the floor. And that's going to lend itself to, I think, lower totals throughout. So the fact that I almost feel like it's a little bit of a sucker's bet, guys. So, you know, that game goes way over on the 203 and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, odds makers face it at 207 and a half, which doesn't seem like a lot based upon what it did last game. I would come in under tonight. Yeah. Uh, so, Paulie kicked this around here on the show earlier today, Brian, and that is some in the Boston area are suggesting that what happened to Grant Williams in game seven against the Bucks was not like moving forward to this series and beyond, maybe the worst thing that could have happened because it went to his head, took 18 threes. He played brilliantly. They needed that. He had 27 in that game. But now you see him screaming at the coach on the sideline. He's the media's going to him for a sound bite. He's a very good sound bite. Mic'd up. Mic'd up, taking a lot of shots. Would you buy into that theory at all? There's a little bit there, but I, I, I will tell you this. I've talked to Grant Williams. I've met the kid a handful of times. He's he's generally a pretty grounded, pretty bright kid. I think the worst I don't know that the, the taking the eighteen threes was the worst thing that happened to him. Putting a mic on him was the worst thing that happened to him. Mm. And I'm gonna tell you something about Yudoka. He's, I didn't care who's mic'd up. He's not going to coach anybody any differently. And I think Grant Williams may have gone back at Utoka in the way that he did because he knew that he was being heard. And, I, and, I, and that, yeah. that creates a problem for me. And when I, you see these mic'd up situations, guys, I'd much rather see the TV networks do this with veterans who are used to kind of being in these situations and can almost put it out of their minds. Grant Williams is a young player. And that, you know, and again, great kid has it all together. Really, really bright kid, you know, and, and again, I, the strategy that, that Milwaukee undertook in game seven was a strategy I would have undertaken, which is essentially let Williams and white shoot threes. They got burned doing it because Williams hit threes, but it's something I would have, I would have been willing to take my chances with the same way coach Bud did. So I, so there's nothing wrong with that there, but I do think, yeah, there is a little something to that, but I don't necessarily think it had to do with the fact that he hit all those threes. I think he's generally a grounded kid. I think that the mic'd up thing and that he knew everything he said was being heard and almost instead of playing basketball, that forced him into putting on a show, if you know what I mean. Good yeah. point. Yeah, Good you can, yep. Brian is a host on SiriusXM, the NBA channel, uh, and hoopscritic.com is the website as well. Follow him on Twitter. He's at NBA. Love talking to you, Brian. Enjoy the game tonight. Thanks, guys. You too. My pleasure. Yep. Thanks, sir. Picks up on the little things in these games. Brian, yeah. very good at that. With him on the under? I am. Yep. 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 Uh, a four-point adjustment now. Okay. Uh, up next, win some, lose some. This is a very popular way to bet on Major League Baseball. Well, we were asked the question, why can't this be equally as popular in the National Hockey League? I think it should be. We'll tell you what that is coming up next.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my my dance, <laughs> Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Here we go. Uh, John Daly, your early leader at the PGA. 
Watch out, folks. Thousand to one. Tiger goes in half an hour. Can't wait. Oh, is he going to make a run here, John Daly? Uh, give give another three holes. <laughs> He's through three. At, at what point today on the show will he be two or three over? We have an hour and 15 minutes to go. Before we're off the air. Okay. Flames, Oilers over, alt over, eight and a half, plus 380. 9-6. Highest scoring playoff game since 1993. It was Flames, Kings, same score, 9-6. What in the world? Two well, goals in the first 51 seconds. That's never happened before. Crazy. Yeah. And then Calgary had a 40-18 to 18 advantage in shots after two, but it was 6-5. Markstrom was terrible. I found it amusing again last night. So I'm watching the NBA game and, of course, the finish to the overtime game in the NHL. And because it went to overtime and they kept showing, like, this game's going to start at 9.50 Eastern. It was fine, on the whatever. deuce and then it came Yeah, yeah, right, but I, right. I, didn't, I failed to put on the deuce, whatever. And they, th- that game ends. They go right to this game, and it's 2 nothing, three minutes. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, sure. Yeah, yeah. Mike Smith, he, Jesus. Oh, the boy. first goal he gave up. Oh. And the third one. I mean, he had no choice but to get him out of there. Hurricanes Rangers under 4.5 plus 265 plus 330 to go to overtime. Hurricanes in play, 6-1. to one. They scored with two minutes left, one in overtime. Mariners plus 210 beat Toronto. Rangers plus 170 beat the Angels. And the Mets 13-1 off a loss now as they deliver again yesterday. Uh, Scherzer left with an injury. A great mix as always. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. Great videos, great dog videos. You never know what is going to be sent in and what's going to make air. This is awesome. Uh, yeah, the dog took care of the electric bill. Not a problem here. Oh, crazy with the mail. Going at it. Oh, Tear it into that sucker. They do Get not like it. the mailman. No, right, right. Comes in, and there you go. They're waiting for you, right? They're knowing. And get that electric bill out of here. This is great. Every day, Husky, volume up. Oh, yeah, Huskies love the talk. Yeah. He wants his uh, cream. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So you've had a Husky before. And we played this earlier in the show. You brought this up. What, what if the drive through worker here, like, plays with the dog, teases him for 10 minutes. Does the dog go nuts and howl the entire time? Oh, yeah. that's what's going on. For yeah, sure. he's taking, that's, yeah, it's like what he's saying. He's like, hurry up. What are you doing? See, look, he's trying with the pot, too. Like, bring it here. Come on. Can I have it? Can I get my I want my damn treat. Yes. There it is. Okay. Finally uh, gets it. There you go. Get it in my veins right now. Right. I like the one we showed years ago with the Rottweiler. They just give him the Starbucks oh. cup of it and puts the... Puts it down, no problem. Yeah, that's great. Hey, every day you got to make that. Look at yeah. Frank B. Living Coming right He's living his we best life. We got flying manta rays. Come on, fellas. Look at those things. The manta rays coming right at him on his surfboard. I mean, last week he's hanging out the pool with the iguana. <laughs> he splashed me. <laughs> he comes in. And look at the end of the video. Another, another one coming. In the distance here. Right, he's pointing to the guy on the hoverboard. Look at that guy. 13,000, you said that goes for? I think so, yeah. Yep. So this Coming is his right life. Yeah. That's on sports early in the morning. Come goes on. out, hits the kayak, the hoverboard, whatever. Hey, I feel like going for uh, you know a fishing trip today, whatever. Pretty good life. You ever been? Part of Vallarta one time, yeah. How was it? Uh, it was good. Uh, I'm a big fan of Mexico, though. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is excellent. I don't think you are, correct? No, I love Cancun. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I had a good I, time. I think Mexico's great. I like the all-inclusive thing. Oh, that's very good. It yeah. was awesome. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I went to Dreams. Top notch. Lose some. Look at this. This is in Bel Air. Guy puts the home up, and he's expecting to get illicit for like 80, 85 million. And oh. I can see why. It's Tony Stark's house. Look at this. Palatial estate. 
goes up to auction, he only gets forty million. Honest to God, outraged. if you would have said, "Guess how much this house oh, went sure. for?" Yeah, I would have said a hun- more than a hundred million dollars. Yes, right. Look how look at the size. Look at the look beauty. at that entrance. What is that? I've never seen that before. I know. Got like mirrors on the. Oh, oh my God! And how it's built. Look yeah. at that. the The listing price was eighty seven million dollars. Got forty four. He goes. I got. He goes. I got to find somebody to just say this is outrageous. You have to come in over the top. Right. This. This can't be. This can't go for forty. Look. When I'm expect. I was told. Oh. It I'm continues. Totally, by yeah. the way, wait till you see the other like overhead view from the drone shot, which they will get to. Um. Come. Look at. Look at that. Oh, the pool. Oh. Oh, mama uh, mia. Ridiculous. Yep. Tough one for Frank him. B, buy that house. We'll come and visit. <laughs> yep. Full house. San Francisco. Remember the TV show? Sold for $37 million. I think a little difference in, uh, in, in also how big it is, too. But yeah. you're also paying for the history as well. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Lose some. Eric sent this in again. Bad beat story. Fourth of July, I had the family over by the pool. My brother-in-law went inside to make three drinks. He made bourbon and diets. I said, well, what bottle did you use, by the way? He said, not sure, the one that was open. I go, the one that was open? Again, what what bottle did you use? He said, the one with the guy on the label. He used my Van, tw- Pappy Van Winkle 23-year-old bottle. Oh. Very rare and expensive. We each had 200-plus dollar mixed drinks that day. I was so mad I'm no longer allowed to make drinks at my house. Oh. Yeah, that's a bad beat. Got to lose some. Yeah, that. think about that. The guy really? goes in and makes, You can't, but you can't. That's like, Who knows? He might have went rogue, though. What do you mean the one that was open? wasn't open. Oh, the, the one with the guy on the bottle. Oh, it's Pappy. Let me open this up and <laughs> surprise Pappy. everybody here. Pappy and Coke. Oh, That's like boy. you got you got to hide stuff from, from kids. Put it up in cabinets so they can't reach. Put That's the right. child protective stuff on there. Yeah. Viewer sent this in as well. Before the game, he played Rangers 1-0 and 2-0. Exact scores. So close. They missed what's being lost in this. The guy blew the wide open net to put him up two nothing late. Yep. Then the, the but two minutes later the game tying goal happened. They lose in overtime. Tough. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your hundred percent first deposit match bonus now. Code two fifty match. Learn more. BetRivers.com. That okay. just that's why you put pucks on the net. You never know what's going to happen. That deflected fluky second goal to win it for Carolina. Hundred percent. Well said. Competing, grinding, grinding. battling, working hard. Galant. Okay. Let me run this by you. Okay, so this is from Bill, who lives in Canada. And we've talked about that 13-run pool now in Major League Baseball. It's big with bars back east. Yeah. And also now here in Las Vegas, I think some other jurisdictions as well, they put up, William Hill's been doing a great job on this, updating yeah. it pretty much every single day. Let me do it real quick. Yeah. Giants are the favorites plus 250. They need 11 runs. Okay. Angels need 13. They're 3-1. to one. Cleveland needs uh, 13. They're plus 350. Padres 4-1 to one, also need 13. Okay. So, Bill says, um, I've never heard of the Major League Baseball 13-run pool here in Kingston, Ontario, where he lives. Clearly, we do not have great sports bars. That's him talking. I don't know. I've never been there. But what a great idea. Here's his question. Do you think an NHL seven-goal pool would work? I'm out of my element. I don't live in that country. Maybe they're all over in certain pockets. Canada, yes. I don't know. Yes. I'm assuming that some spots run that. Regular season, first not, to cross up, zero through seven. And I thought my first reaction was, mm, is seven too low? Do you go to eight? Well, he did the research and he goes, not every team is Florida. And his example was Seattle did not hit six or seven this year. Oh, wow. So, and by the way, you could, that, zero to seven would make sense because like baseball then again, start it all over and do it, do it again. 
That would not be. Maybe it is a big thing in Canada. I don't know. Maybe but if s- not, sure, run it. Maybe lower it to six. You don't want to sit there all day. All, all, I mean, that'd take yeah. a while. But the baseball, this is po- again, it's a big thing on the East Coast. This is supposed to take about two months, maybe fewer, maybe six weeks to usually go yep. through this. And and but maybe this will again. Right. Yeah, good, again, good sweat. I mean, it's good. It's, it's right. This are, could happen today. It could happen in two, three weeks. Sure. There are four teams that need to cross off one more score, like you just ran down. I mean, Memorial Day weekend is when? Next weekend? It might not cash before then. They have to land exactly on 13, four of them do, and then San Francisco has to land on 11. It's easier said than done. But rest assured, as soon as uh, the team hits, yep. uh, a book like William Hill will repost. What do you expect out of Tiger? Paul Stone I said... to make the cut. That's what Paul Stone yeah, said. He said it's a great bet. I'm seeing as high as a dollar forty-five now. I also played it again. I played the no hole in one. Played a dollar forty. I got a I got a tweet saying a friend of mine walked the course. Remember what the course is? No way it's happening. Seen as high as one sixty. Oh. No hole in one. We're back on that. Back on the bus, Gus. Well, good luck to you. I wish you the best. <laughs> Thank I you. I wish you, you like no fun this this week again. You like Daly's outfit? Well, I didn't see <laughs> what he's he wearing. wearing yet. Like a camouflage pants. This lunatic. Look what he's wearing. Well, of course he's going to do that. Is he yeah. smoking on the course? Can we get that information? Not, not yet. Well, I'm, what? I'm sure he is. They just haven't shown it. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> again, yeah, golf's second major is here. You're aware of that. Bet Rivers Sportsbook has a great offer for you. Every day of the tournament, log in to Bet Rivers. Receive a 20% profit boost for the PGA Championship. The field is wide open. Take advantage of the daily profit boosts during the PGA Championship at Bet Rivers. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Bet on the Bet Rivers app or go to the website, which is betrivers.com. Mike Palm on the show coming up next. VP of Circus Sports and the resort here downtown Las Vegas. They announced the guarantee along with the rules to their two football contests earlier in the week on this show. Plenty of positive reactions, I'm sure. Any negative? We'll ask him about that coming up next. Carl. Sir. Ever since he was a little boy, Carl dreamed of being baseball's greatest outfielder. There was only one problem. <laughs> Carl, you can play to win with BetRivers.com, featuring award-winning customer service, in-winning customer service, in-winning customer service, in-winning customer Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.